0: All right. Hello everyone. Uh thank you for tuning in for the next episode of the Tell Your Story podcast, episode eight. Episode eight. Uh and uh, and I have Faith Destiny here on the podcast. Uh so a little bit of a uh, PA of a public announcement. Um I do not have My YouTube channel anymore has been suspended for the second time. Uh, So if you are hearing this, you probably are hearing this on Spotify or whatever other uh, podcast platforms you listen to your podcast on. So keep that aware. So if you like to listen to a lot of the other episodes, please tune in to the Spotify where you can see all the episodes. But with that said, uh, Faith, introduce yourself to the listeners that are tuning in to this podcast.
1: Okay, so hi. My name is Faith Destiny. Um, I attend Eastern Michigan University I'm a student um, I'm 20 years old so <laughs> uh, but I'm really happy to like sit and have this conversation with you
0: awesome awesome so uh, with that said uh, what so when coming on to the space what we are What what were your first, like, you know, initial thoughts, um, especially being able to come on a space where you can share your story and, you know, potentially help others um, with sharing their own stories or even wanting their own or going through their own healing process?
1: Yeah, so when I first signed up to be on the podcast, I was, like, very excited for it, but then it kind of hit me, like, oh my gosh, what am I going to talk about, right? Mm -hmm. Because I am a person who has um, fortunately, but unfortunately, survived multiple instances of sexual abuse. Mm -hmm. So for me, it kind of like dates back to when I was in high school. And that's kind of where it all started for me. Mm -hmm. And I think a big thing people don't really like, look at is when a person is like sexually assaulted they're more likely to be like sexually assaulted again Mm -hmm. um and like I didn't really realize until going on my own kind of like healing process that I'm still on okay because healing does not stop Mm -hmm. so that I am still on that I didn't even realize how much it affected my life just outside of not being always being able to be sexual with my partners after the fact Mm. or um being like what someone would consider overly sexual and not knowing where that's coming from Mm -hmm. in my life and just like how it just affected me as an overall person like I didn't even understand how deep the wound was Mm. yeah
0: Mm. so and so in your journey was it a lot of, like, epiphanies and, like, having a lot of, like, self-awareness, um, especially with how you, have like, had interactions with, like, other people, especially in certain relationships then, oh. um, and, like, how much that, like, sort of affected the dynamic, because I imagine that also, like, was a lot, especially, you know, ha- having that been done to you, um, and then sort of having it come into, like, the relationships that play a part throughout your life.
1: yeah. So, so it's like to backtrack, the first instance of assault that happened to me, I was a sophomore in high school.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it happened, uh, in my own home and, mm-hmm. um, with someone who was by far older than me. Uh, so just to backtrack, give you some background on that. hmm That, I would say, affected my relationships with people and myself the most for, like, the next three years. I would say a lot until my senior year of high school, Mm -hmm. where I did not think I was worthy of love after that. I did not value myself Mm -hmm. in relationships. I was scared of being by myself also. It, It, like, hurt me so in so many different ways that I I wasn't even expecting and at the time didn't even realize and I only can realize that now because I I sit back and I can look at that but I would say those three years of my life I was like haunted by that situation Mm -hmm. and then in my senior year of high school I found myself in the situation where it happened all over again and that's at that moment i had to sit down and like reevaluate the things that were going on mm-hmm. in my life i had to really 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 look in the mirror as like cliche as that sounds mm-hmm. i had to really really look in the mirror because i was headed down a path that i did not not want to be in at all um it was affecting how i was behaving with just friends it was Affecting my relationship with my father, because now I looked at men in my life as hurtful and abusive. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I was mirroring that pain in every relationship that I had in my life and that's and that's a lot because you know teenagers are already going through stuff mm-hmm. just like on a baseline level like everything is changing for you at that point in your life so to add that like extra layer on top of it it's like very over like very overwhelming and then this is also coming from a place of i suffer with things like depression and anxiety you know, Mm -hmm. and things of those sorts. So like now, like, you know, just looking back at everything and realizing like this did affect me in a deep way. But this is also why you have to talk about it. Mm -hmm. You know, this is why you also have to bring awareness to it because the same thing that I went through is happening to so many people. And I didn't even realize how many people it was happening to. But Mm -hmm. so many people it's so crazy how you'll tell your story to one person and they'll just come back right at you with like their own story Mm. same thing happening to them and it's like unacceptable we need to talk about these things we need to stop making it such a secret in our community
0: Mm -hmm.
1: because it's not acceptable you know
0: yeah definitely definitely and you know, with everything, um, just, so, man, I'm just, like, trying to process (laughs) everything, and, um, just because, like, you know, I've done, like, you know, more than a couple episodes of, like, people, like, sharing their stuff, and it's been, like, Oh wow! And then you know, I had like a couple of people sharing their stories. Like, you know, have one per have one person who was a who was a, a dude share his story on domestic violence, and then have another um share their thing on like uh you know bringing awareness to autism acceptance and stuff like that. So um you know, I sort of just sit back and listen, and it's just sort of hard for, it's just sort of hard for like where to also go too because like with these issues and especially in like our the day and age that we're in now especially with with social media the internet and stuff it's like we have so much power to like bring more awareness to this stuff and yet it's still being silenced <laughs> like it's still not being talked about as much so um when it comes to like the community and stuff like what do you, what do you see has been like sort of like the reoccurring like uh sort of like points of like when something like this happens in terms of like sexual assault people are like talking about it and then their response to i guess yeah i guess what i would say is what was the community response especially over over time um especially dealing with your own journey of healing
1: and trying to go through that um So I would say for like a general community response, when something Mm -hmm. like this happens, uh, we see a lot of people get riled up about it, right? Mm -hmm. We we hear a story, it it drops, leaks, comes out, however it does, someone someone speaks up. The community gets angry, they get upset, they get all riled up. You know, they talk about how we need to do something about it. Uh, We march, we protest, right? Um, And then it kind of just fades, right? Mm -hmm. Then they forget about it then it's not talked about anymore. Then it's just, it's forgotten. But the thing that we have to remember is the person who that happened to, they can't forget. Mm-hmm. It's, it's never going to be forgotten for them. This is a part of their life that they have to deal with forever now, right? Mm-hmm. They have to learn and and learn differently about themselves. They have to grow differently with, with this part and this memory that mm-hmm. they now you know, have that they own. Um, So, yeah, I do think that is how I've mostly seen the community respond to it, um, which is it's kind of sad and kind of disappointing. Honestly, we we do have that is not to take away from all the great organizations and all the great people that Mm -hmm. are out there doing the work. Definitely not to take away from that because Mm -hmm. there are people that exist like that. Definitely. We, I just think we have to agree that the vast majority of people aren't, and, and that's the problem. We need to be more aware. We need to start teaching before situations like this can happen, and that starts at a young age. So mm-hmm. for me personally, I'm an education major, right? Mm-hmm. I want to teach elementary kids in and, and more ways than one, not, not just in the classroom. Yeah. We need to start having a conversation, right? We need to teach consent. We need to teach what like, what no means, what, what is acceptable, what is not acceptable. Mm-hmm. We need to teach young girls, young boys that if this does happen to you, it's okay to speak up. We need to teach them that it's a, a safe place to go to. There needs to be more safe places to go to. Because mm-hmm. I think that was a big thing for me in my own personal experience. I wasn't a kid. I mean, I was young, but I wasn't a child. You know, I was a teenager when this happened to me. And I still felt like there was no safe place for me to go to. I still felt like there was no one I could talk to about this.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So I carried the weight of that for so long. And the more you do that, the more it has that power to control who you are as a person. So when I did start telling people in my family and I started, uh, speaking out a little more about what happened to me, I was not only doing that to let people know that like, yes, this happened and like, you need to know about it. Mm -hmm. But I was also telling people to process it myself. Mm. Um, and that's, that's really weird because processing things, it can be so different for every person. There's not like one way to do that, obviously. But for me, when I was telling people, the first thing they asked me, well, why didn't you say anything sooner? And it's just like, if you were in my position and you had to tell yourself, would you feel comfortable? Like, you also have to like, you know, let people know, like, You did not make this a safe space for me to ever tell you. Mm -hmm. And that might come across very hard to some people because it's not it's not obviously it's not blaming them. Right. Yeah. But when they do hit you with the why didn't you tell me sooner, it can almost feel like offensive. You know, it can Mm -hmm. like feel like they're missing the whole point of what you're saying and just like turning it into like, oh, like this is your fault, you know? And like yeah. as a survivor of abuse, you already carry so much guilt, you know? You already carry the questions of why did I put myself in this situation? Or like, why me? You know? Mm-hmm. And those can lead you, that right there can lead you down a very toxic way of thinking about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um so like you, you, it's not only just about like educating yourself but it's also about educating the other people around you the people who want to be in your life personally and help you like get through this they might not always know the way to go about it Mm -hmm. so it's definitely okay for any survivor of abuse to set those boundaries and let people know what you need Mm -hmm. you know and if you don't know that yourself you know, then like, there's a lot of self-work that also needs to be done. It it goes really both ways. It's never, ever bad to receive help from other people. Obviously, I think that's one of the most important things. Um, But that that help from other people should also be going towards the help you're doing for yourself. Mm -hmm. So just as much as society likes to make rape and sexual abuse seem like such a personal problem. It's not, it's not a personal problem actually, because this this happens to so many people and you might not even know it. You know, this could have mm. happened to your sister, this could have happened to your mother, this could have happened to your girlfriend, your boyfriend, mm. this could have happened to anybody. So it's really not just a personal problem. We all need to be aware. We need to be teaching things differently. differently, And we need to have a better community response, right? Because we need to let people know that they're supported when they come out and tell us these things. Because you don't know how it feels unless you go through it. You You truly can't even imagine how it feels unless you go through it. And when you are... Letting people know that you are letting them into your lives, a personal part of your life,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you are expecting them to be there for you. So when you have people be in such an uproar about your situation and then a couple of weeks later, they don't even know your name, that's hurtful. That is hurtful to that person.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: I, I think we just need to be more mindful of like what we're doing and how we are treating People also I noticed that we get so riled up um, and so like ready to obviously put the blame on, on the abuser and like fight so hard and bring up the abuser all the time. It's so crazy to me how you'll hear the name of the the abuser more than you'll hear the name of the person that it happened to. Mm. Uh, I just feel like it, it almost feels like, yeah, we hear your story. Now we're just going to go be mad at him, but we're not going to make sure that you're taken care of. Mm. We're not going to make sure that you're getting the resources and the help and, and the therapy or whatever you need to get better
0: yeah. and
1: be productive in your life. Because just because someone gets arrested, right, and they go to jail, that, that is going to take a weight off your so- shoulders, right? But you still have this internal pain that you need to deal with. Mm-hmm. so it's just like a lot of different aspects that I don't think a lot of people think about
0: yeah and I yeah and I think it's like you know not and I don't and I think it's just the fact that people just don't think that they just think like oh yeah this is a cause that is just and right and we're just gonna go for it because it's the right thing to do and that's you know good and that's well-intentioned but it is still one of those things too where it's like all right, you have to think of like the whole picture of like how is like the survivor doing what can we do to help them out how can we you know properly bring more awareness to this issue so that way this doesn't happen again to the extent that it did happen you know mm-hmm. and you know as you know you're on eastern michigan's campus and as you know there's been a lot that has gone on over the past few me? years even the past year <laughs> that shit has happened on this campus and i was also like a part of like Eastern Michigan's campus too, and like the community, and like witnessing everything that has been going on in that in that setting and stuff like that too. Like seeing people being tired, seeing people like wanting to do like the work and you know the protesting and stuff, and still and still like seeing like that little like minute of like oh yeah we're gonna do the, the we're gonna bring more awareness, we're gonna fight the good fight and stuff, and you know I'll still see people do that. But as you mentioned, a vast majority of people sort of just went silent on it and stuff like that, too, um, especially when it comes to, like, you know, people working behind the scenes to try and, like, do the work and help make it, like, programs for everyone and stuff. So, and then it was like, well, if you're doing that, it's it's not, there's no docking and you're actually doing that, you know, especially if you're in a higher up position and want to actually make good for the community, but you have to be more proactive on the issue and that's always been the thing that we have lacked the most is being proactive we have always been reactive Mhm. have always been reactive <laughs>
1: yeah I, that's a good one right there that that's yeah I think uh since I've been on Eastern's campus and um just hearing about like in the last week, there have been three instances of sexual assault on Eastern's campus. And I just got here. So that was a big wake-up call for me. Um, I don't actually feel safe walking around campus by myself. I've seen a lot of other um, women on the Engage app, uh, you know, reach out and just be like, Or on like the discords, like just reach out and be like, hey, if you want to meet up and like walk to class together, Mm -hmm. like let's do that. Because I also like don't feel safe walking on campus. Mm -hmm. And I just think for like freshmen that might be coming in and like have never dealt like with the university experience or college experience in general, that's like an extra pressure that like should not be on anybody's like mine yeah
0: no especially when you're literally going to school going to college for an education beyond what you learned in high school and you're yeah. also expecting it to be like the safest part of it mm-hmm. you know and again we can't always make our communities like we can't make it safe all the time but we can uh, what we can at least do is make it as safe as possible so that way people can feel more secured and don't have to feel you know like they have to fear for their lives like almost like 24 7. I mean like I wasn't like I'm not a part of i'm not like in school at least this semester but i'm on the engaged app i saw literally like a lot of people like especially girls just saying hey if you need like you said hey if you need you know someone to walk with you at night hey reach out to me let me know and stuff like that too and just seeing just the tone deaf of like the school and then just seeing just how like you know i don't see a lot of like you know people from like student organizations or even like people from even the greek life is like a uh, community and stuff really being like sort of like that voice of feeling safe of like hey you know if you are feeling unsafe reach out to us if you need someone to walk with you reach out to us we can help make you safe we can help make you feel safe you know but it's still again one of those things too we're like we're tone deaf like this month is like it's rush it's rush month for greek life and stuff so all like they're really like looking forward to and like even for a lot of other organizations is trying to get people into their organizations trying to like get like the numbers up and stuff like that too and not really sitting back and being like oh wait how about we just put on hold of a lot of this stuff try to help make it safe and then in turn, you know, really be about what our values and what we stand for and stuff like that, you know?
1: Yeah. yeah, I think another big concern for me has been just like there hasn't been a lot of response for the community organizations at Eastern, there also has not been a lot of response from the university itself. hmm uh, which is kind of alarming, you know, you would think three instances of like sexual assault in one week would at least, you know, be called for a general email, right, yeah. <laughs> um, but we didn't, we didn't even get that, so, yeah. you know, it, it's so, it's so much work that needs to be done, right, right. and then I think a lot of the, the big questions are, well, okay, well, how do I start this work, right, mm-hmm. what, where do I start, what do I do? And I feel like personally, you can never go wrong to start educating people. Mm -hmm. Even if that means you need to search out certain organizations or groups that'll come talk, you know, come educate, Mm -hmm. come, you need to give people the opportunity to come learn about stuff like this. Because like, if you're, if you're not, Most likely it's not going to happen. Right. And yeah, it'll be those people that show up at the protests, Mm -hmm. you know, just wanting to like record it on their phones Mm -hmm. and have all this clout and be like yeah I'm an activist look at me I was at this protest but what in your personal life are you actually doing
0: yeah like this is this is not even related to this like back when all this stuff happened for like uh, when George Floyd got murdered and stuff I was really pissed off that a good bit of people had like black screens on their profile pics <laughs> i was just like what does that really do <laughs> like like yeah. yes you you say like you're an activist but like is it like are you really like going out there being a part of like the solution and stuff like that too you know and like i get it like people have their own lives they have to worry about it but it's still like again one of those things where like we can't be silent we cannot be like shut up about this like anymore no we we
1: we really can't we can't afford to because what's happening is we're losing people yeah um not maybe not physically Mm -hmm. all the time but definitely mentally we are losing people uh I just cannot stress enough the mental toll that that you go through it it just like it literally has no words to explain it and like sometimes I really do look back at my situations and I'm just like how the hell did you survive that like Mm -hmm. (laughs) like what is going on here Mm -hmm. and it's just like man like sometimes you really don't know why things happen to you and then I get to points like this in my life, where I, I do think that if I was a person that did not experience this firsthand, I, I don't know like where I would be. I don't know uh, how I would have ever educated myself on it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what type of outlook it would have like given me on the world. Mm-hmm. So in a lot of ways you can like wish that these things never happened to you. Um, and, and they suck, you know, they really suck, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I also, I think I am a firm believer of everything happens for a reason. I do. Mm-hmm. I do really believe that. I think everything has a purpose. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I just appreciate now the outlook that I have on life in different situations. And though, obviously nobody wants to go through that. Right. I I don't, you know, no one deserves that, but I do think everything happens for a reason. And, And there's, it shows a certain amount of growth and acceptance that you've had to have with yourself to be able to look back at situations like that and be like, I'm thankful for the person that I'm becoming, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but not everybody is there yet, you yeah. know, it takes a long time for people to get there, so, yeah, mm-hmm. this, this right here is years of therapy, okay, I'm i I'm a work in progress.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, just, just, you like, I have this mentality of, like, you know, I'm, like, I'm, I'm a big believer in self-development and stuff. And like, it's always a constant journey for me personally. And I know if like, for you, like your journey is a journey of healing, you know? So, you know, we're, we're all like, are in our own journeys, trying to figure ourselves out, trying to heal, trying to do our best to put our best foot forward. Um, But I also do believe that, you know, doing this being at points in our life where, you know, things, Do happen for a reason you know where like you know if yeah 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 if if yeah if if we were to like be given like a second chance at life and stuff I don't think we would ever like take back the experience that we have from like our first chance because like you know they made us who we are both mm-hmm. shitty and both bad <laughs> both no, you know both shitty and good wow, <laughs> wow. Oh, that's,
1: that's really how it is though <laughs> it's, it's really like the whole concepts of like uh like the when life gives you lemons type shit it's just yeah. like you gotta work with what you got at this point <laughs> yeah like, like you really gotta work with what you got at this point and like the whole journey of like Coming to terms with yourself and like loving yourself is like still something that I still struggle with to this day. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's like always a constant struggle. But like what I've learned is like sometimes it literally just takes talking to yourself, Mm -hmm. like just not in like, like some crazy way, but literally just like reminding yourself like you got this you know look at how far you have come giving yourself credit for the things that you have overcome is so important because it's you don't know how many times you'll look back at a situation and be like I wish I could have done this different Mm -hmm. I I wish I could have done this better I wish I could have been a better person just like you can't you literally cannot change your past so, like, the best thing you can do for yourself, for the people around you, is to work on yourself and, like, love yourself because, like, you you really can't. It's like a thing where people say, like, you can't love other people until you love yourself. Mm-hmm, and in a way, I, I find that true and false. I do think you can love other people without particularly loving yourself. I don't think you can love people correctly mm-hmm. until you learn how to love yourself and and that's a big difference because you can have love for a person you know but you you need to love people correctly which is what a lot of people like get mixed up but that that all starts with like the self work, like healing and going on your own journey and that looks so different Mm -hmm. for everyone else it looks so entirely different Mm -hmm. it it is almost (laughs) it is almost never the same for people so it's it's so different so like I also encourage people that when you are like maybe you know someone that's going through that journey or you're going through that journey yourself but especially if you know someone who is going through that journey be mindful of that it is it's not um what's the word it's not linear Mm -hmm. so it's definitely like like up and down type thing so be mindful of the people around you because you might be like sitting in class with this person that you think is like super bitchy and you have no idea what they're going through you know Mm -hmm. like no clue so it's just like being mindful of your surroundings being mindful of how you are treating other people being mindful of how you are treating yourself and on top of all the things that you already have to do on a normal day you know (laughs) it's very hard but it's a practice and once you practice that and get in the habit of doing it that that's when you have those people that you just can't forget like I know like when you meet those certain people and you're just like wow I love this person just brighten my whole day Mm -hmm. just just that energy that they possess that they carry that that's when you like meet those people like that. Cause see what you also don't know is you attract the type of energy that you put out. Mm-hmm. So it's just it, it's a lot. It's a lot of different things, like a lot of different avenues that I can go with it. Oh yeah. But I'm I'm definitely very passionate about talking about self healing as I self heal mm-hmm. because it's easy to hear a person's story after they felt like they've already did most of their healing after they felt like they've completed most of their journey, because then they're just telling you bits and pieces that they can remember because we're human and we're not going to remember every little single thing that we go through. Right. But when you're constantly talking about it, as you're going through it yourself, you can hit someone that's going through the same thing as you and let them know that like, they're not going through it by themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's very, very much possible to keep going and to keep pushing because that's what I needed, you know, uh, a couple years back. That's what I needed to hear. And I heard that from people and that inspired me to be like i'm no longer letting these situations have the amount of control over me that they do Mm -hmm. i no longer want to feel like i'm failing at life all the time because i don't think i'm worthy of having a life but but i am though right Mm -hmm. um i'm definitely worthy of having a life i'm definitely capable of 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 going on my own right Mm-hmm. and succeeding because it makes you feel like you can't it, it makes you feel like you're not worthy of all these things but but you are and that is like my main point that I want to get across to like anybody who is listening you you are definitely worthy of moving forward with your life and you you deserve that maybe more than anybody in mm-hmm. like those those moments that you doubt that in yourself and just because these things happen to you please don't doubt that you will come out stronger in the end and yeah uh that's like been a lot of what I've learned so far
0: Mm. man (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was going to say, speak a little bit loud for the people in the back. Cause this is, this is, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, and, you know, it's having this conversation and knowing where, where you're at in your journey, where you're still trying to like get to and stuff. It is very all inspiring especially for those even listening, especially those that are going through their own healing from abuse sexual assault whatever the case may be you know like no like you're not alone like you have people like faith who will probably be there for you and can be like a good voice for you and stuff you know (laughs) who will speak nothing but kind honest truths um even hard truths you know um Mm -hmm. but you know really wants to help you on your journey and make sure that you yourself are not doing this alone you know because you know as my mom would like to say we are not called on to like do everything by ourselves you know we need people as much as we need ourselves you know and that's something I'm still even learning even till this day you know and I'm and I'm the sort of person that loves like just doing everything (laughs) sort of by myself just diving in and just like all right you guys here's what I have and everyone's just like uh what would you like us to do and I'm like fuck uh, all right like, this is what, <laughs> this is what, but yeah like it's like with any journey like you need people if you want to build something make more awareness to something or any help with anything like people need people you know organizations need people communities need people hell even schools need people you know and I love my school a lot Like you know, I've learned a lot, gained a lot of good friends and stuff that will never take away. But I also can love school enough to be like, yeah, my school is pretty like fucked up right now, (laughs) and like Mm -hmm. it needs help, you know. And Mm -hmm. that's sort of like what we need to sort of take in mind too, especially just talking about this, you know, about our communities and stuff.
1: I think I think that's like that's really powerful what you said, like. Like you love your school, but you like love it enough to admit that it's fucked up right now. You know, Uh, I think that's important. I think that's a very important statement. I think a lot of people might not even understand what you mean by that. (laughs) I I do think that is a very important statement because it doesn't, it just, it goes outside of the school, I guess is what I'm trying to get at. Mm -hmm. Uh, You like have, when you love something you can love something enough to admit when it's doing wrong and and you have to kind of be that person to be like hey you know this isn't right and a lot of people will just ignore it Mm -hmm. and they won't say anything and they and they won't speak up but they'll be out there rocking their eastern gear you Mm -hmm. know but but they won't, they won't come through enough to be like, no, but these need to be fixed. Not, not just because they're bad, because if you can fix these things, the thing that you love so much will be better, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think that was like really important, what you just said.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you know, again, like this is for my community, (laughs) for our community, really (laughs) to be quite frank, like this is our community. Like, and it doesn't just have to be about Eastern Michigan itself. It can also be about college Mm -hmm. in general, about Mm -hmm. towns and cities in general, about community in Mm -hmm. general. It's not just (laughs) one thing.
1: Yeah, Yeah, definitely.
0: But man, I mean... Of that, I mean where where would you where would you like to see things happen and what what are your like next steps into like you know helping others out, especially now when you know we're in a time now where you know there's more talks about sexual assault, more incidents. I mean, like you mentioned, there's like past three incidents of sexual assault on in like the very first week. Like, you know, yeah. where where would you like to go? Where would you like to put in like your, your uh, dues for you know with others that need help with the community and stuff like that
1: um for me personally I would like I well like I mentioned in the beginning this is my first time publicly speaking my story right so this is this is very much just a start for me I definitely want to use my voice and use my story and use my experiences to help the healing process of other people um i think uh there's a type of person that's made for every position in a revolution Mm -hmm. you can't just have one person do everything you can't just have people expected to play every role every part you know mm-hmm. some people have to play to where their strengths are and i'm thinking me as a person i'm i'm finding my strength in being able to heal help heal and support people that have been through these situations so that they can come back 10 times stronger and find out what their own position is so that they can help fight
0: mm-hmm.
1: um i want i want to teach i want to educate so much man uh, i really really do um uh so to. i want to have more i think there should be more talk um on like sex education mm-hmm. um I think that's an important part that doesn't really get brought up enough at all. Um I don't know about you, but I, I had one sex education class in middle school and never again. Ever.
0: Mm-hmm. And it was
1: like it was like to the point where I was like so young that I can barely even remember it.
0: Yeah. I, so yeah. It was
1: just
0: like <laughs> Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't, I think I only have one class, I think, and that was it.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's just like uh You know, it's a lot of things that need to be talked about. So I think for me, my next step is to try to find a way to more help, heal, and educate people that have already been through, you know, these types of situations. Mm -hmm. Um, I do appreciate, um, certain organizations, um, on campus, like I do know there's supposed to be a protest that's happening what's today the 12th? tomorrow
0: oh wait tomorrow okay I think yeah. I think I know of a protest happening on the 12th too
1: I think mm-hmm. yeah so um I will be attending that of course uh but yeah I think I think that's next for me
0: mm. awesome that's awesome um so with that um before we head out uh what would be your advice hopes for people listening whether they're young old whatever like what where do you what do you hope for you know the future after this podcast
1: um my advice would be That's a good one. My advice would probably be that it's really never too late for people to start working on themselves. Um, And when I say that, I don't mean like too late as far as like age. Mm -hmm. I mean, too late as far as I know how it is when you get to that point in your life where you just feel like you are too far gone. Uh, you are broken you cannot be helped there, there's nothing that that's going to help you in this world mm-hmm. um, my advice is that know that what that voice that's telling you that is false um, you are never too far gone that that you are never too far gone
0: mm-hmm. and
1: no matter how long it takes you because the healing time and process is different for ev- everyone I don't think it really ever stops. I I think you get better at it, but I don't think it ever really stops. Um, Just keep going. Just keep pushing. It is not supposed to be an easy thing, but you come out better on the other side. So that that would be my advice.
0: Mm. Awesome. Well, you heard it here, folks. Uh, Faith, Destiny, and I having a very hard, and very passionate conversation about this subject of awareness, her sharing her story and her journey of healing and what that was like. Um, And honestly, guys, I hope you guys really take what we said to heart too. Like we are young people (laughs) right now. Um, She's 20. I'm 23. Like we are done with like the bullshit. Like we are done. done and like there are people even younger than us that are also done too like this shouldn't this is like ridiculous and we want change to happen and we're doing our best to like figure out how to even go about that whether it's speaking up and sharing our story going to a protest doing podcasts to bring awareness or anything like that like we are doing our best but we can't do it alone you know so um with that uh thank you guys for tuning in to the podcast uh thank you guys for listening on spotify i hope to see you guys uh for the next episode and faith say bye to all the viewers to uh, the listeners listening
1: (laughs) bye you guys thanks so much for listening
0: and with that said again thank you guys for listening Peace out for the next episode of the podcast. Don't forget to follow on Instagram and follow on Facebook. And then, if you would like to see some very personal, awesome stuff that positive, good feel stuff, you can also follow me on Instagram. And I don't know if Faith also has an Instagram or any social media if people like to follow. Uh, would you like to share some?
1: Yeah. So, my Instagram is at Faye music, so Faye, Fay Music. So, Fay, F A Y music. Um, yep. You can find me there.
0: Awesome. All right, guys, check you out later. Bye.